Blog Talk Radio. Uh, delve into an area 
that um, Caroline touches upon, which is walking your talk. And, of course, many of us have heard that expression, uh, to walk the talk. And, of course, many of us, if not even personally through introspection, can realize that at times in your life's journey, you do not walk your talk. You might say things that you're going to do, but indeed, uh, if not finding it difficult to do, you make no effort to do it. And, of course, uh, the buck stops with ourselves. We have to be honest with ourselves in terms of whether or not we're uh, following through with things that we say that we're going to do, whether it's self-talk, and most important, if we... If we uh, Tell that to someone else, whether it be your partner, your spouse, your children, uh, your parents, siblings, you know, and then, of course, your friends and other people who are in your everyday life through your employment or place of business. You have to uh, be committed to your word being your bond. And, um, you know, going deeper into that uh, in terms of my personal observation, just wanted to share some observations uh, that Caroline Reynolds uh, touches upon. She goes on to state that, of course, learning how to say yes and no means a lot more than not lying. And these words are a powerful expression of your sense of self, of self-worth and self-love. They actually they force you to have confidence in your decisions. And this means that you must know and trust yourself enough to be able to make decisions based upon your heart's truth. For example, Despite your peer pressure, do you really want to say no to spending the weekend with your workmates on a team-building exercise because your heart knows that you need to spend more time with your partner and children? Or do you dream of expressing your hidden creative talents but never stand up to be counted by simply saying yes whenever the opportunity arises? So, you know, learning to speak from your authentic self will help you make huge strides towards personal freedom, happiness, as well as spiritual fitness. So in order to, to walk your talk with conviction, you need two basic beliefs, and that is one, that what you want in life is justified, that you deserve to get your needs and desires met, and the other is that you don't have to do things you don't want to do. If, for instance, you no longer wish to cover for lazy co-workers, or do every last scrap of housework yourself despite having an able-bodied partner, then it's up to you to gather up your feelings of self-worth and say a firm no. Or if you get the chance to do something that you've always wanted to do, such as, say, uh, scuba diving or traveling around the world or learning an instrument or practicing to, uh, to run and proficiently so that you can compete in a race, whether it be a 5K, 10K, or even indeed a, a full 26-mile marathon, then it's for you to say yes to that and commit to that and say no to uh, going to bed late and not eating uh, proper, having a proper diet, getting the rest, and say no to those people who don't have that in mind in terms of conditioning their body so that they can accomplish those feats. Even if you just want to be able to walk comfortably for a half an hour for 20 blocks and without getting out of breath and go up a flight of stairs, two or three or four flights uh, without getting out of breath and not accepting the fact that uh, because your friends 
tend to be in that state, or they take a car everywhere that they are going, you know, even if it's just going to shop at a, at a local uh, market, which may be about five blocks away or less, that you're going to say no to that and you're going to take the extra step, no pun intended. So these are things to think about in terms of your everyday uh, involvement with your pursuits in life, whether in terms of happiness for yourself or for your family and your significant other, your spouse or partner. And, and as you become more aligned with your language, you feel that your personal power is beginning to grow. However, on the other on the other hand, if you are forever going back on your word and making wild statements that you never keep to them, that your spirit will begin to weaken. If, for example, every time you have a disagreement with someone, you declare that you're never going to speak to them again, you might like to check with yourself whether this is a realistic statement. Because are you really never, ever going to utter one word to them again? Think about it. And similarly, do you constantly claim that you will never again touch alcohol, cigarettes, or junk food, only to find yourself indulging in them shortly afterwards? And as you become more honest with yourself, you understand the difference between unrealistic, dramatic resolutions that are guaranteed to fail and powerful declarations of intent that will force you to stretch into a new reality. You will begin to start to walk your talk, and you will find yourself, your self-esteem growing daily. Again, I repeat, if you uh, become more honest with yourself, you understand the difference between unrealistic, dramatic resolutions that are guaranteed to fail and the powerful declarations of intent that will force you to stretch into a new reality. Thusly, you will start to walk your talk and you will find yourself esteemed growing daily. And I think this holds true with quite a few of us. I know in my community that we're having an epidemic of obesity, especially amongst our youth. And this is something that has been unheard of in past generations. But because of the fast food type of restaurants and junk food that's advertised throughout the media and television and radio and and the newspapers and so forth as such, we find that indeed people are self-medicating with food and, of course, uh, with the advent of video games and Internet, people do not get up beyond uh, their living room or place of uh, their restroom, I mean, uh, bedroom, wherever they have their computers and games, and they don't exercise. But they're constantly having a bowl, a snack next to them, munching and, and, and having, you know, uh, loading up their bodies with, with carbs and, and just empty empty carbohydrates and, and fat foods that contain a lot of fat. And, of course, if you keep doing this without exercising, there's nothing else for the body to do but to, uh, to gain weight, to put on pounds. So we're going to have to really come to terms with this, especially those like myself who are elders. Uh, I'm approaching 70 years of age this coming December, and as you might have noted on my uh, site, uh, first page, I'm training for my 15th marathon. And I didn't run 14 marathons by merely uh, just making a declaration and, and not following through. I declared uh, the first marathon. I told my family. I told my friends I was going to train for the marathon. And, of course, every time I 
get a phone call or speak to them in person. They didn't want to know, how's it going with the training? And I couldn't lie to them. I didn't want to, and I definitely didn't want to lie to myself because it was a, a, a challenge for me not to lose weight but to get in shape, to get to the point where I didn't get out of breath by walking 10 blocks or less. So, uh, again, you know, I'm not just reading from books such as uh, Spiritual Fitness, but I've actually walked the talk. I've lived the experience in so many aspects. Uh, if you're increasingly unconscious uh, use of language, uh, you will soon discover how to construct your phraseology for maximum effect. In some modern spiritual traditions, such as when much credence is uh, a credence rather is given to the power of affirmations. Affirmations meaning, uh, along with that, prayer. Um, self-talk, positive self-talk that will lead you to accomplishing a goal or a desired result. And this can mean jumping out of bed in the morning and reciting parrot fashion, preferably to to your mirror image, phrases such as, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am wealthy, and so on. While no energy work is ever completely wasted, and these affirmations can make you feel better, there is a way of making positive statements to yourself and the universe that is much more powerful and effective. Mantras have been used in the East for many centuries and have a proven history of transformational power. In their purest form, they are simply one word, or if not a sound, but I have discovered that the mantra, I am, followed by any positive abstract noun, is an extremely powerful way of using language. So, for example, it is much more powerful to use the phrase, I am peace, rather than the phrase, I am peaceful, or I am strength instead of I am strong. Try saying each of these four phrases one at a time, slowly, out loud. Pause between each as you do. Notice the impact of their vibration and what it has inside of you you will begin to feel their different powers echoing around your whole being. On your in-breath, declare, I am, in your strongest, most resonant voice. And on the out-breath, follow with the word, peaceful. Now repeat this, but this time substitute the word, peace, for peaceful. And you'll probably notice that when you use the noun as an I am peace, this has a more, a more greater effect on you than when you use the adjectives as in I am peaceful. And this is because adjectives are merely descriptions that serve to distance you from a state by forcing you to observe and define it. Yet when you use a noun, you are identifying with the concept and become more at one with it. So... She goes on to state, that she being Carolyn, goes on to state in various work, workouts that uh, I will share with you, uh, it, not this show, but next week, uh, certain workouts that she uh, uses to uh, help you to achieve the desired result by using affirmations. And she also states that the process works in reverse. So if you want to lessen the effect of negative statements, you can move one step further away from I am plus an adjective and use the phrase I am with the verb, with the verb. You will move away from the 
absoluteness of I am sadness through the observation of I am sad to the most distant of all, which is I am experiencing sadness. And basically what this does, it gives you the, the message that you're not your emotions but are simply passing through them. So try saying these three phrases out loud now in rhythm with your breath and notice the difference in their effects. Eliminate the negative, accentuate the positive. Finally, by this, she's sharing with us that another powerful way to use language is by avoiding negative statements such as as much as possible. For example, instead of saying, I don't want to eat junk food, turn this into a positive statement by saying, I only want to eat healthy foods. And this device works because your subconscious mind automatically creates images, sounds, and all feelings for all the concepts that it is giving. And when your subconscious hears, I don't want to eat junk food, it gets busy surrounding, uh, not summoning up the concept of junk food without necessarily recognizing the positive motive behind your statement. So, for example, if you tell, uh, if I tell you not to think of pink giraffes and your mind first has to conjure up a concept of pink giraffes to be able to erase it, first your subconscious might rapidly search through the files in your brain to form an image to attach to this idea. And then your conscious mind moves in to eliminate it. No matter how quickly this occurs, you are still left with an imprint of pink giraffes on your subconscious mind. And similarly, if someone repeatedly tells you don't forget to pick up the dry cleaning, the first command that filters through your more powerful subconscious mind is the word forget. So before you think about not forgetting, you have to register with yourself what the concept of forgetting means. And this puts you in a forgetful state and before you know it, you're on your way home without the dry cleaning. <laughs> and, and if you learn to use your language in a conscious fashion, it will begin to become an, an elegant and effective tool at your disposal. So begin to make your phrases direct and simple and keep them as possible and positive as possible. And don't forget to pick up the dry cleaning can simply become, remember to pick up the dry cleaning. I don't want to get so stressed because... I'm going to slow down and relax. Your subconscious mind will grasp the concept much easily and transmute it into a belief, and before you know it, it will be manifesting as your reality. So what she's sharing with us can simply be uh, incorporated into our self-talk in terms of I will start exercising. I will start going to the gym. I will start going to the park. I will start walking around my block, around my neighborhood for at least a half an hour at a rapid pace. I will stop looking at TV and just being a slave, if not a slave, being a, a, have an addiction towards not wanting to miss a particular program that I've been looking at for the last year or more. And to recognize that indeed, even without even talking about TVO, you know, uh, my, my wife and I, um, you know, I, I have a habit of recording shows that I think that I need to look at once again. And um, one of the things that I'm working on right now is getting rid of, of unneeded um, things and stuff 
getting rid of the clutter. And that clutter doesn't have to be in a material, physical form, such as saving programs on, on a uh, recording device, things that you probably would not look at again. And if you haven't looked at it, just like clothing, you know, getting rid you've heard, I'm sure many of you are listening, I've heard of the fact that if you have for an item of clothing that you haven't worn for two years, if not indeed a year, that you should get rid of it. And by doing that, and that's the element of feng shui, as it were, now you're making room for other new things to come into your life, such as a piece of clothing that may be more appealing than the one which you left in that closet for a year or two, or two years. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the fact that my wife just walked into the studio. Hi, hon. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Okay. I'm doing, so, I'm doing better now that you're here with us. Well, thank you. This is an interesting topic tonight. Isn't it, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was just sharing with the listening audience that, uh, you know, self-talk can be very profound, uh, positive as well as negative. It can change your life. Absolutely. For the better as well as the opposite. For the worse. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's something that we, we need to just, you know, we, you cannot have enough of a conversation about that. No, and and we, we have to, um, as elders, I believe we have a responsibility to remind people mm-hmm. to examine their self-talk because we're, most people are not accustomed to examining their self-talk. Mm. So we have a responsibility to remind people just to get into the habit of it. Yes, yes. You know, we're talking about changing lives here. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm, I'm mindful of what you just mentioned about elders, as elders. It behooves us to, to be able to work with that and to have positive resolution, resolution rather, with those issues. Because then you're able to share that knowledge and help those who really haven't gone through life experiences on that level. Well, and don't, I'm sorry. Well, that's part of our responsibility mm-hmm. as elders because, you know, whenever we make our transitions, hopefully it'll be you know, 20, 30 years from now. Right. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll both be um, centurions. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a day or, you know, a decade or several decades, we we have a responsibility not only to the younger adults, but just to people in general. Examine yourself, talk on um, people. People come to me frequently saying, well, you know, I'm doing all the right things. I can't understand why, you know, my life isn't changing around for me. And uh, one of the responses is, but have you examined your self-talk? Are you your own worst enemy? Mm -hmm. Because you might physically be doing all of the right things. Mm -hmm. But if inside your spirit you're flooding yourself every day like, okay, let me do this, but it probably won't work. Mm. You're neutralizing all of the hard work that you're putting into it, and yes, your life would not change. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can be our worst enemy, and we have to be so mindful. That's why um, and what comes to my mind is the, the, the practice of meditation. Yes. The practice of, because when you meditate, you're able to slow up the process. And you're able to, uh, what it's, not isolate, but to um, observe yourself thinking more effectively as opposed 
through this mindless thinking and mindless mindless uh, chatter. Well, that's the talk. idea. We want our inner talk to be focused and deliberate, not mm-hmm. random. Right. We don't want ev- any and every frequency to infiltrate ah, like frequency, infiltrate yes. our force mm-hmm. field, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you turn on the TV? Especially years years ago, uh, you had to fine tune the knob. Right, uh, you had to turn the antenna a certain way, right, so that it would pick up the frequency, so that the picture was clear. The coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with a tin foil on top of it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, my stepfather used to have me sometimes, and I'm sure this is not unique. You, he would be looking at a baseball game or something that he considered to be, you know, very important, and if anything else didn't work, he'd have me go over there and, and stand hold, over stand there. there. <laughs> He said, look, I'll give, you, I'll give you a dollar or 50 cents if you just stand there for the next half an hour. <laughs> you know? But the same way we would filter out yeah. for the television programs, we need to filter what we allow to come into our minds because what comes into our minds is going to affect us on the spirit level. Well, what people, places, and things. And we can control that. I think many people believe, well, I can't help what I think, or I can't help what, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Mm. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. So we, we, want, we want to just continue spreading this information, and, you know. Absolutely. Well, I thank you for that input, hon. And, uh, again, uh, it takes sometimes, you can't do this by yourself, and, and that's why uh, if you do find that you have a partner and spouse and, and family and a friend who is um, on the same page, on the same frequency, um, as we've been using that analogy, that you 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 have an advantage. You don't want to just squander that relationship and that that uh, that plus that's in your life. Uh, and and there's some schools of thought that, that say that yes, if you have certain goals and certain things that you really are pursuing. Sometimes it's good to share it with someone who you can trust, of course, and who's going to hold you accountable, not in a negative way, but just in terms of this uh, encouragement and to assist you in your journey towards your transformation, your positive transformation. So, uh, again, you know, uh, this is something that we will be talking about on an ongoing basis, and uh, I'm so happy that uh, um, Carolyn Reynolds decided to write this book titled Spiritual Fitness. I'm going to also be dovetailing uh, the other fitness aspects as I uh, have titled and, and for the show, Body and Mind. Uh, the body part I did touch upon earlier this evening in terms of uh, your habits of, of what you eat, food that you eat. Uh, and I did touch upon exercising the body. But we... we have to understand that all these three aspects that creates the essence of who you are, uh, mind, body, and spirit, and not necessarily in that order, is is something that you cannot uh, analyze and study and contemplate this enough. This should be something that's on your mind, you know, constantly. And 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 as I was mentioning also, uh, and Carolyn mentions in her book about um, affirmations mantras, prayer, that some of us are oriented to just certain parts of the day when you wake up or 
a certain hour, a certain moment that you will say prayer or that you will uh, do your mantras, uh, say affirmations. But indeed, this should be something that should be an ongoing habit all through the day because uh, uh, as, as your body and your mind is uh, resonating with these, um, these sayings and thoughts, words, it manifests into thoughts, but of course that manifests eventually in truth. So just be mindful uh, to establish a, a, a ongoing habit of, of, um, of positive affirmations and prayer, and then of course um, through a source, if you can go get a book done with mantras, you can Google it. And there are some schools of thought that say that uh, you need someone who is an addict, uh, a, a master teacher who can give you a, a mantra that he, he or she might deem to be most effective for you. But whatever your pursuit, again, these are only suggestions and what works for, for myself and, and my, my family but we do encourage you to not be complacent, but to become proactive in, in this regard. So, again, I thank you, as always. Um, it's a pleasure to share our, our evening with you every Sunday, and we look forward to, once again next Sunday, continuing uh, the journey of spiritual fitness, how to live in truth and trust by Caroline Reynolds also mention that uh, all the books that I share with you on our program can be purchased through my website at drumsofchange.com. That's www.drumsofchange.com. And also, uh, I encourage you to visit my site, uh, the Joy to Live site, which is at um, www.worldwidehealthandwealthmovement.com. That's healthandwealthmovement.com. I have products that I think will interest all of you. Uh, we did our flagship problem is called Fulvia, and the product next to that is called Ionic Silver. And these products help the body, they assist the body in curing itself from any malady, disease, or um, type, any type of illness that you may be encountering, and also as a good maintenance uh, regimen of 10 different products. So again, thank you so much. And I end, as I always begin, by giving praise and homage to the One Most High, to our ancestors, to my siblings, to my mother-in-law, and to my wife, and all of you, all of you who are my friends through the social media and here in my physical uh, life's journey. Thank you so much. Hotep, assalamu alaikum, shalom, hetepu, all my relations, peace and love to you all. And have a blessed weekend. A blessed week, actually.